0: When you've taught little kids in school or you've had your own children and spent a lot of time with them when they were younger, before they went to school, you know that they have an abiding curiosity about the world. They want to know everything. They want to experience everything. They want to touch and feel everything. That's because they are learning about the world through those experiences. From an educator's point of view, we refer to that as experiential learning. But at the very lowest level, it just means playing with things. If you go into a well-equipped kindergarten or early childhood education classroom, You find water tables with all kinds of toys and containers around the table for kids to play with. You see sandboxes with things for children to play with. You see plants. Many early childhood education classrooms have pets in them to stimulate the curiosity and the engagement with the environment that comes with it. Because that's where learning begins. But how, what does that really mean? Let's take the example of the concept of family. One of the first words a child learns is mama mama, or dada, or baba, and as they begin to learn those words, they associate those names of things with objects in their environment. They really don't know what those things are as concepts. They know mama gives them comfort, feeds them, bathes them, clothes them, hugs them when they're crying, and so forth. And over time, that concept expands. But then in in an environment where... Children are exposed to a wider set of adults who become their family as children begin to age. They begin to realize that a family is a group of people that come together and relate together. First, it could be just people who come to the front door and walk in and give hugs and kisses and bring presents, or bring food, or talk and ask questions. Every mother is not the same as every other mother. Every family is different. But over time, the concept of family evolves because children want to understand how all these things fit together. If you think about it, one of the things that is a perfect learning tool for young children is a puzzle, playing around with the pieces to make them fit. When you go to buy presents for young children, you often find things that allow them to sort by shape and by color and puzzles that they need to play around to make fit together in a particular way. That's part of conceptual development. So how does that fit in with what's going on in the mind? Piaget, a French researcher and pedagogue, talked about the fact that we learn by going through specific stages. First of all, we begin with everything is abstract. We develop concepts of things in our world that are, are are not abstract, are concrete rather, sorry, are concrete things. A table has four legs. A chair is something you sit on. A desk is something you work at. A spoon is something you hold in your hand to eat with. All of us go through a stage where everything is concrete. It makes a noise, it pours, you you can feel it. It's soft or hard to the touch. You can knock it, you can break it, you can throw it and it will go at a distance or you can throw it and it'll fall. You can pick it up or you can't pick it up. There are things in our world we begin with the concrete. And over time, that concrete becomes abstract. So if a child has enough experience with tables and chairs, eventually the word table conjures up in the mind an image of a table. A chair is something that we can imagine in our heads. That's where art comes in, because artists draw from their minds what they have seen. They might do sketches, but those sketches are of things that they are looking at, that they have captured in their mind's eye. We can be talking to someone and talking about something that is very concrete, but they see it in their mind's eye. It becomes abstract. Conceptual development means constantly enlarging these concrete to abstract concepts and manipulating those abstract concepts. So when we start to read, we're not manipulating concrete things, we're, rem- we're manipulating ideas. We're taking ideas and they're doing things and we're abstractly imagining. If you listen to a story... As a five-year-old, you begin to get to the point where you can close your eyes and imagine Goldilocks and the three Bears or little Red Riding Hood. As we get older, the things we can come we can abstractly think about and manipulate become more complicated. But as they become more complicated, we can apply them in different environments. And now we get to the point where we talk about where all of this comes to meet the concept of literacy. Let's go back to the idea of family. Children begin to learn that family is something that lives together. A mother and a father and a baby and maybe a brother and a sister and a dog. A group of people that go out to eat together, that go to sleep in different rooms in a house but are underneath the roof, that go on vacation together, that meet other families, that go shopping, Some of the family goes and comes back, but at some time during the day, the family comes together, or maybe doesn't come together. That's an entirely different concept of family. But then you pick up a book and you read about a family. And let's say you're from a family that everything has been very fortunate for. That family has had no misfortune. Life has just been going on and everybody's been well and everybody's been happy and everybody gets along. And then you read a book about a family where that doesn't happen. All of a sudden, the reader is thinking about, why is that family different from mine? How are we the same? How are we different? And all of a sudden, the concept is expanding. No longer is family a group of people who are happy together and do things together, but a family can also be a group of people who don't want to be together, who don't do things together, are just related by blood, but not through experiences. I read a book not too long ago that was called Other Names for Home, because home was where the family came together and felt comfortable, And secure. It wasn't a house with four walls and a car in the garage and bedrooms in a living room and dining room. It was in a displaced persons camp, but it was still a group of people who felt secure together and who were waging. War with the rest of the world, trying to find a new path to peace and security in a new environment. And all of a sudden, concepts change. They get larger and they can be applied through experience in other environments. So when we see something on TV, Or in a movie, we understand that the word family can apply to them too. We watched a great movie last night, my wife and I, about a family of four, a mother and a father, a son and a daughter, except the daughter was the only member of that family that could hear. She was not deaf like her mother and her father and her brother and it was all about how she found a way to have that family love and be different than them And what it meant for her to try to understand how that that difference, being able to hear and interact with the world, gave her a completely new set of opportunities. That didn't mean she had to separate from her family. And her family didn't mean it had to lose her. It just meant that the family had to change and the relationships had to change. That's what literacy means. Being able to take challenges to one's concepts and assimilate them so the concepts become more broader in reach. Literacy only expands after a certain point through new experiences, through having challenges presented, making us stop to think about what we already know and believe and trying to assimilate those new challenges into our pre-existing scheme of things how we see the world, the highest levels of literacy mean we can be challenged continuously and come to understand and accept how things fit in all over again.